Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt, a podcast about electric vehicles, autonomous driving, renewable energy, and much, much more. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. I think that's better. I think it's getting better. I don't think it's quite there, but it's definitely better. All right, let's talk about today's show. On today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about GM, Fisker, Polestar, just a little bit. We don't have very much news. And we're going to get into some minor Tesla stuff. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience with full self-driving. But before we do that, let's talk about next week. Because next week is when the Consumer Electronics Show starts. And you may be asking yourself, um, didn't you go to that last year? Didn't you want to go this year? The answer is, yeah, I kind of did. But when I looked at the state of the EV market right now, everybody's saying the EVs are, are, are not selling, which, it, you know, there's, that's, that's complicated. And I'm not buying the reason why they're giving us that they're not selling. And we'll get into that here in a little bit. But also the LA Auto Show didn't really have a lot of interesting things to display. Like, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not even hearing a lot of good rumors. And I only have a certain amount of money to spend on travel for this show. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit CES out this year. I have uh, training the week after CES uh, that I have to attend. And, you know, the kids got stuff. And honestly, I don't think it would be worth my money, even though CES offered me and probably a billion other people free tickets to go to the show. Um, and I, I can stay with a friend of mine who lives in, in Vegas it, it didn't make sense for me to go. I don't know that there's going to be that much for me to cover. Maybe next year. Uh, maybe I'll go to the LA Auto Show this year. I don't know. Just in terms of money and time spent, I think I'd get just as much value staying at home and covering it versus going and spending a couple of hundred dollars on a plane ticket and you know maybe another couple hundred dollars in food. Not a lot of money in the in the grand scheme of things, but also I I. I think I could cover it just as good from home, but I do want to do more of these shows. I really enjoyed CES. It was a lot of fun. Allison and Steve Sheridan are going to CES, so that's exciting. Hopefully, uh, if they see something neat, maybe they'll tip me off, but 
But yeah, next week will be dedicated to mostly to CES and anything fun that comes out of that show. All right, let's go ahead and jump into our EV news. And the first thing we're going to talk about are EV fire trucks. And I put this rundown together. I made my kids dinner. It's Thursday night. I made my kids dinner. And guess who sends me a message? James of True North EVs. And he said, hey, did you see that Mesa Fire Department took delivery of an E1 Vector fully electric fire truck? And in fact, I, I had. And... I'm pretty excited about it. In the area that I live, I live in Tempe, Mesa's a neighboring community. They're not the only ones that have a fully electric fire truck. Gilbert has a Pierce Volterra. And I have a buddy of mine that I work with, and we keep talking about, oh, let's go out and see these trucks. Like, we didn't know the Mesa one was coming this early, but we knew that they had it on order. Uh, but the the Gilbert one, that was put in service maybe a month or a month and a half ago. And, uh, yeah, you know, you know how it is when you make plans with your friends, you just very rarely do it, but someday I'll get out and I'll take a peek at these electric trucks. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I have talked to people from Rosenbauer, which is another company that's doing electric trucks right now, as best as I can tell, these trucks seem to cost around $2 million a piece. And to give you an idea, um, the, truck that we just ordered i think was 650 or 700 thousand dollars and it was a basic truck uh if we would have got what we actually needed it probably would have cost 1.2 or 1.3 million dollars and that would be a pretty decently equipped diesel powered truck so to go from diesel to electricity you're looking at another seven eight hundred thousand dollars it's uh, it's pretty spendy, pretty spendy for sure. And especially when you're trying to convince people on a city council that this new technology is not going to cost them more money than uh, what they're currently using. <laughs> I mean, in the long run, right? We don't have the case studies that show that electric fire trucks long term cost less money to operate than diesel powered trucks and they they probably do but uh yeah the, the devil you know kind of thing and yeah i mean fire trucks just in general are always breaking down for a variety of different reasons um uh, yeah I, I i don't know i would like what i'm saying is is before i retire which is in three and a half years i would like to have one of these trucks at my department and i'd like to drive it but i doubt that's going to happen all right, let's move on to Polestar. It looks like the Polestar 3 SUV will be hitting the U.S. mid-2024. The Polestar 3, if you don't know, is a full-sized SUV electric vehicle. Two rows, five seats, starts at $83,900. Uh, the long-range model is dual-motor and all-wheel drive, 21-inch wheels. Uh, the Polestar 3 offers bi-directional charging, Vehicle to grid. I'm imagining vehicle to load, although I don't didn't remember seeing that in the article. 111 kilowatt hour battery with a 300 mile range. That's the, that's the start. That's the starting package. If you want the performance, well, you're going to get all of that plus 22 inch wheels, and you're going to drop about 30 miles in range, and it's going to cost you about six thousand dollars more. I I I don't know. 
I don't know that $6,000 is worth it to me to get an extra inch in my wheels and drop my range, but, you know, to each their own. Fisker will partner with dealerships like automobile dealerships to help boost sales. So they're going to do direct-to-consumer here in the U.S. and Canada, and they're also going to do dealership sales. The dealerships will not be able to um, price gouge customers, uh, as it were. You know, the, the prices are the prices. So whether you buy it from a dealer or you buy it from Fisker, you're going to pay the same amount of money. But I would imagine that this is going to help Fisker out quite a bit with their delivery issues. But that only helps them with their delivery issues here in the U.S. and Canada. What about everywhere else? Well, Fisker also announced that they're looking for um, sales and distribution partners in Europe as well. And last week, I mentioned that Fisker delivered 4,700 oceans in 2023, which I actually thought was quite a bit. Uh, a few weeks before that, we talked about Fisker slowing down production so that they would have a little bit more ramp, a little bit more money. Well, it turns out uh, there's, there's a good reason for that. I, I said, you know, if they are able to produce more vehicles than they can deliver, then it doesn't make sense at that time to uh, continue production at a certain clip because they have to pay Magnus Tire for every car that they produce. And Fisker doesn't get paid until they deliver the vehicles, right? Well, it turns out in 2023, Fisker, uh, excuse me, not delivered, Fisker built 10,000 oceans, but they've only delivered 4,700 oceans. So they're sitting on a lot of money. So this even makes, uh, this news makes even more sense that Fisker is slowing production down so that they can, you know, equalize a little bit. Chinese EV maker BYD sold more than 3 million vehicles in 2023. And just so you know, BYD does not sell any fully gas cars. It's, it's either plug-in hybrids or full electric vehicles. So out of that 3 million, that more than 3 million vehicles, 48% of those sold were plug-in hybrids and 52% were full EVs. That means that BYD sold 1,500,700 excuse me start over 1,572,313 EVs for reference Tesla sold 1.8 million EVs during the same time frame so congratulations to BYD and based on what Bart told us last week or last episode excuse me BYD's building some pretty good cars, so looking forward to seeing what they do in 2024. Let's go ahead and stay on topic with EV sales. Let's talk about General Motors EV sales. In Q4 2023, General Motors sold 19,469 EVs. That's in the last quarter of 2023, not for the entire year. So it breaks down like this. They sold... 2,028 Hummer EVs. That's actually up uh, by a thousand, I think, from last quarter, which is pretty good. They sold 3,820 Lyrix from Cadillac. They sold 463 Blazer EVs, 443 Silverado Work Trucks EVs, 164 Bright Drop Vans, which is their delivery vans, and 12,551 Chevy Bolts. So grand total, 
19,469 EVs for Q4 2023. Ah, uh, man, Chevy's GM is struggling. Those aren't great numbers. Uh, yeah, not great numbers. I do have a little bit more news about the Chevy Bolts, though, but we'll talk about that in just a moment. Last week, we talked about Chevy pausing the Blazer EV for software issues. Chevy issued an official recall because the doors on the vehicle just might open while it's driving. No big deal. Um, turns out there's an issue with the door strikers. Uh, some people call them a nader pin, uh, but basically it's what keeps your doors shut. The problem is, is that the pin itself is not heat treated properly. There was an issue when they were lining a door up in the factory and one broke, but it doesn't look like this has caused any real world problems. Like they're not coming open while you're driving. The recall also affects ICE versions of the Chevy Blazer, the Equinox, and the GMC Terrain. In total, 465 vehicles were affected. And only one of those was a Chevy Blazer EV, which I think is so interesting. I, I get that they only you know delivered about 463 of them, uh, but only one got this striker plate, and it got an issue. It got a recall. Uh, if you if you are that one person, make sure to sell your car with this recall. It is memorabilia at this point. Let's see here. Uh, okay, this is the the Chevy Bolt article. So we mentioned that in 2024, some electric vehicles that qualified for the EV tax credit here in the United States would no longer qualify. Well, uh, it turns out a lot of GM's vehicles no longer qualify. If you want to purchase a vehicle from General Motors that is supposed to qualify or did at one point in time qualify for the $7,500 tax credit, GM will give you $7,500 in incentives in to, to offset the loss of the tax credit. So not too shabby. Now, I told you that story so I could tell you this one. If you can still get your hands on a Chevy Bolt, then there's good news because it still qualifies for the $7,500 tax credit. And because of the way that the new EV tax credit rules work is you can actually take the $7,500 off your purchase price rather than waiting to file your taxes. So the starting price for a Chevy Bolt is $26,500. You bring $75,000 off, or excuse me, $75,000, $7,500 off of that. And then you add some fees on top of that. You're right around $19,000. And of course, you got to add tax on top of that as well. Tax depends on where you live. So I'm not going to you know, try adding that in there. But all in all, Chevy Bolt, around $19,000 starting price with that $7,500 tax credit. Not too shabby. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. 
Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, that wraps up our EV news. I have a goal, and it's a it's a pretty reasonable goal, I think. My goal is to get one new Patreon subscriber a month for the rest of the year. That's only 12 Patreon subscribers. So if you would like to become a Patreon subscriber, go ahead and go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or support kilowatt.com, and you can sign up for a dollar. Not only do you get rid of the ads, you get the warm, fuzzy feeling of supporting this show. And now that I am doing this Patreon plug, I haven't put much thought into this because I just kind of thought of it right now as I'm looking around. I have things to give away to people. So maybe we do a giveaway. If we get one person to subscribe at a dollar that month, I'll give something away. Right now I'm looking at two Hot Wheels EVs. One is an Audi, and the other one is a Mach-E. It's dark in the room, so I can't read which ones they are specifically. And I also have the Cyberspoon. You remember the Cyberspoon where uh, Tesla partnered with McDonald's for a really cool spoon? I have one of those to give away. So I'm going to have to think about this a little bit more before we go too crazy. I have three things to give away. So if we get one person to sign up in January uh, for the Patreon, that will trigger a Patreon uh, giveaway that anybody can enter. But one person has to sign up. So if one person does the good deed of signing up for a dollar, many people have an opportunity to win a spoon or a Hot Wheels car. And then I'll see if I can't find some other stuff to round out the rest of the year. I don't really know. This is, this is poor planning on my part, and I shouldn't be planning it on the show. So patreon.com forward slash kilowatt. You can also go to the show notes because we have uh, ACAST, ACAST Plus. If you don't like Patreon, you can go up and sign in there as well. All right, let's go ahead and jump into our Tesla news, which is going to be short. Uh if you're lucky enough to either own a Cybertruck or you're lucky enough just to sit in a Cybertruck, there's a cool little Cybertruck specific Easter egg. A YouTube video by Den- Dennis CW showed off this Easter egg. So everything is done on the infotainment screen, the center screen. So what you do is there's a picture of the Cybertruck and you tap on the graphic window of the Cybertruck. You don't tap on your actual Cybertruck window. You tap on the (laughs) Cybertruck window that is on the screen, on the infotainment screen. If you tap enough times, the window will break similar to how it was it broke on stage during the Cybertruck introduction when uh, Franz was throwing metal balls at it. 
it'll do the front window or the back window. It's very, very funny. I do love what, when Tesla does this kind of stuff. So kudos to you, Tesla, for, for um, having a good sense of humor, honestly. And it's probably Elon. Somebody probably pitched that to Elon in the hallway, and he was like, do it. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our next and final story for Tesla. The Tesla model rear-wheel drive and long-range are no longer eligible for the EV tax credit here in the U.S. So the entry Model 3 and the mid-level Model 3 not available for the tax credit. But the Model 3 performance, the higher-end one, is eligible for the tax credit. So if you were to buy a Model 3 today... If you went out, you're going to be like, I'm going to buy the rear wheel drive. That's going to cost you $38,990. The long range is going to cost you $45,990. The Model 3 performance after the $7,500 tax credit will cost you $43,490. Sounds like the Model 3 performance is the much better deal at this point. And since we're talking about the Tesla models that qualify, let's go ahead and just kind of go over all of those. Right now, the Model X all-wheel drive, uh, the basic version, qualifies. It doesn't look like any of the Model S's qualify. Right now, it appears that all of the Model Ys qualify, but that might change. Uh, Tesla had a warning just before going into the new year that the Model Ys may not qualify for this tax credit going forward. So we'll have to see on that um, as we get you know further into the year. And just one little additional story here real quick. The Model Y has passed the Model 3 as the best-selling EV in history. We knew it was going to happen, and now it's official. All right, everybody, that is it for me this week. I hope you all had a wonderful new year. I hope you all have a wonderful 2024, to be honest with you. Next week, depending on how much CES news comes in, may do more than two shows or we may just do two. We'll kind of see how it goes. I'm not anticipating a lot of EV news coming out of CES, but I could be wrong. If you want to email me, you can. You can go to Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. You can find me on X at 918digital. And, um, yeah, you can check out the show notes to see how to support the show. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening uh, through 2023. Thank you for continuing to listen in 2024, hopefully. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. That was my confidence falling onto the desk, that little clink, clink, clink noise. Uh, hopefully you continue sticking around and listening into 2024. I'm looking forward to seeing what this year brings us. And I, I think in the long run, I think this is going to be a fun year for electric vehicles. So stay tuned. All right, everybody. Again, thanks so much for listening. And I will talk to you on Tuesday. Tuesday.